You are listening to the one and only Visionaries Wrestling Network. Envisioning excellence and providing your perfect podcast experience. This is Band from Ringside. Tonight's on the Band from Ringside podcast, Goldberg beats The Fiend for the WWE Heavyweight Champion. We got, looks like, Finn Balor's next opponent is Walter in NXT AEW Dynamite. And your AEW Revolution predictions. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast. Jason's excited. It's a beautiful He's day in the up. neighborhood. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Handra Bullock. Uh, I got that one. Starring in Devolition Hand. Hold on. I didn't even. Hold on. Handra Bullock. Starring in The Heat. Hold on a second. Handra Bullock. Starring in Miss Conheliality. <laughs> he killed it. I don't even have to look up those references on the net. I know. And to my left, as always, we have two beers, Zach Pullman, a.k.a. He's got one to this week. Heater North. Oh, yeah. That's accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> Stay tuned for my debut album. It's going to be on iTunes, pack, Fanny Pack Full of Cum. <laughs> One minute, 37 seconds. <laughs> and to his left, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Man, it's on. Allow us to pull out the latest edition of the Band for Ringside Podcast, Volume 144, Chapter 3, Verse 14. And the good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It is all good. Baby, listen, share, subscribe, re- repeat. Shout out to my girl Becky Balboa. I love you. I'll see you next Saturday, man. I am so excited. It is a God, you just love you just love just, the train wreck, it don't just, you? Especially when it has nothing to do with me. And to watch the reaction on Twitter of just the absolute implosion of what I, I said it could possibly happen and now it have obviously has happened oh man i cannot wait to break this thing down you nailed it we are Not coming it? at you from my basement in south city st louis it oh, is cold outside no. not as cold as it was yesterday but uh we got a bunch of stuff to talk about you know the show you know we had the revolution predictions and everything everything seemed like it was going to be fun uh, like it was going to be an okay show, and then uh, WWE just drops it in our lap <laughs> this afternoon. Just this fucking shit heel of a move, just a terrible move that Jason. All due respect, I mean, he he, you kind of convinced me of it last week. If you go back and listen to the podcast, you kind of had me going. I forgot that that show was on today, and then I turned it on while I was working. Right when Goldberg uh, came up to fight. Uh, right when he came out to fight Wyatt. Uh, before we get too far into it, Jason, I had myself some F&B Eatery this weekend. I know, I heard. Tell us about F&B Eatery. Make us jealous. F&B Eatery. Uh, my wife got the Reuben, which was spectacular. It was so good. I, myself, wanted a smash burger, so I got a breakfast sandwich, a breakfast sando, as my friend Ham would say, <laughs> and got a... Uh, a smash burger to go, so I could have it later on. That's Evan the way to do it. Power move. Brings the heat. Tell us where it's at, Jason. For thirty-four fifty-three Southampton on the corner of Southampton and Marquette. Tell them that band from Ringside sent you. Without further ado, let's do it, boys. One, two, three. 
Now, Jason, uh, you have the one count. I sent the text message to you guys earlier this afternoon. Said spoiler alert. I, I you know, I, if you're listening now and you don't know now, sorry, I just spoiled a, yeah. a shitty ninety second match for you. But uh, you seem pretty excited right from the get go. <laughs> Does it show? So uh, tell us what's up. <laughs> Man, I swear to God, I love the train wreck. This is why, okay, so let's just break it down. Obviously, in Saudi Arabia this afternoon or this morning, wherever you are, Bray Wyatt loses the universal title to Bill Goldberg in a decent-ish kind of match. It was a... That Jackhammer is, that is a generous description. That, of that was match. very generous. Generous description of it. It was match. a Jackhammer esque move to finish the deal after four spears. Um, we'll just we'll just start to break it down. I guess we're going. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, oh, he said break it down. Yeah, okay. right. Um, I guess it's Goldberg reigns now at this point. I don't see a reason why you're not doing this. I'm really surprised that you're not doing Bray versus Roman because that just feels like it's the bigger match. It kind of makes more sense. But like I said last those Goldberg, week. Those Goldberg segments on SmackDown were highly rated, more highly rated. And that's what happens when you put it on regular TV. You get the – that's what they want it. They want it. They want it. The casual viewer to be like, oh, huh, Goldberg's still around. Oh, well, you know, I used to watch this in college, and now my kids are asleep. I'm going to turn on SmackDown. Ooh, Goldberg's on. Okay, and this is— Now I'm going to buy WrestleMania. And this is why I I wanted to see this unfold, because this is sports entertainment, and this is the company that has their fans rigorously— Rigorously defending them. Rigorously. Thank you. It's a, it's a hard R in there. Thank you again. Rigor. Rigorously. With a hard R. Right. You guys don't say the hard R, though. You, you guys say. <laughs> never mind. English major over here busting my ass. <laughs> We're talking about the hard R in a different word. <laughs> you got their fans <laughs> over here trying to convince the masses that the WWE is the superior product and then they do stuff like this. I don't understand why you even built up Bray Wyatt to begin with. Now, if this was the way that you're going to end it, then it feels to me that you've kind of cheapened what you've done to this point. And then on top of that, the guys that he's kind of beaten along the way, I was just going to say, you kind of cheapened them as well. Daniel Bryan is probably the only one that even feels like Teflon at this point because Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. He can basically, he's so over that there's nothing that you can really do at this point that could make it otherwise. But everyone else, eh, Seth Rollins now really is looking a little suspect at this point because now he he basically, well, okay, now upon retrospect, he basically brought out every and anything and couldn't get it done. And then you bring out 50-year-old Bill Goldberg that gets it done within less than five minutes. He should have done a shitty jackhammer on him instead of, like, fucking 15 curb stomps. Right, the jackhammer would have put him down. It's it's just, it's an indictment on the roster, what you've done up to Bray Wyatt. It's an indictment on Bray Wyatt because now you just don't feel he can get you to 
the next point, which is obviously WrestleMania. He now looks like Kofi Kingston a little bit to me, except for he doesn't have his WrestleMania moment. 53-year-old Bill Goldberg. Okay, more so to my point. Um, At at best, it's questionable booking, but this is why I want it to happen, because I want the WWE fans to suffer, because this is what you guys like. This is your sports entertainment, so now you're going to get it. You got it in in, uh, Saudi Arabia. Some of you pay for it. Others you pirate it. That's great. But this is what you guys want. You want great characters and questionable wrestling. So from this point on, you can start blaming yourselves. Point the fingers at each other. Oh, it's your fault. Oh, it's your fault. No, it's the entire system's fault and the fact that you guys defend it and you cherish it like it's the greatest thing since Wonder Bread, all you're doing is throwing gasoline on the fire because they felt like they could do it. Because before, you guys love Bill Goldberg so that you popped that fucking segment. Before you we throw it did, you should go away from it. Before, Run! Before we throw it to Heater North, who are you saying <laughs> when you say you got, this is what you guys wanted? Who he's, are you uh, talking He's pulling about? the Seth Rollins and he's blaming the fans. No, this is definitely on the fans. So, th- so Oh, my God. This you, is definitely they on the, them. They got the they got the fucking hooks in them. When, yeah. When you say when you say you guys, you're talking about the people on Twitter that you see that are WWE okay, loyalists, and, and, and right? It's, it's the hardcore. It's the ones that don't the hardcore that, WWE that loyalists like the, that act like WWE. 12. No, there's there are more than no, they're the, all sixty. The the ones that Even act like worse. WWE is the only thing that's in town, and nothing happens outside of the WWE. Boomer alert. Okay. I'm sorry. That like it dropped. There, <laughs> there are other organizations clearly that not are not named WWE. Hey, boomers. Shut your ass. <laughs> that said, it is time for you to pay the piper. This is what you guys clamor for. This is what you guys want to see. And this is what you claim is the best form of professional wrestling. Here you go. We served it up to you on a platter. You got 90 seconds with Brock Lesnar, apparently, and you got five minutes with fucking uh, Bray and uh, Bill Goldberg. Serve it up, slice it up, put it on a pie, lick it up. I don't give two rats asses. This is what you wanted. Now you're going to have to fucking take this for the next 40-some-odd days to WrestleMania. Two beer. Now, uh, before you just tell me how bad it sucks also, I'm going to ask you to spin it forward. What are we looking for? What, what What is the plan here to have Bill Goldberg go over Bray Wyatt uh, in that manner? Like, what's the plan for WrestleMania? What do you see coming down the pipe? Oh, you know, Vince, he's all about his money, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> we, know, we know from this investor call uh, that I listened to a few weeks ago that um, – they are looking at selling uh, at least WrestleMania or some other properties, uh, the rights to those properties to some other over-the-top streaming services, uh, ESPN+, Plus, Amazon, Hulu, whatever. Like, whoever's willing to give them money, Peacock, whatever. Uh, whoever's going to give them hundreds of millions of dollars, just like Fox does for WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, they're just going to sell it. And that's the bottom line, because Vince is all about the bottom line. And in his mind, and obviously he's not wrong, uh, he's an asshole, but he's not wrong, the F- Goldberg's a bigger star than The Fiend. And it's unfortunate because it's really Vince's fault that The Fiend is not a bigger star. Uh, but we have that nostalgia factor with Goldberg. But that's the whole reason. And, you know, it is kind of ironic that Jason comes in here with Vim and Vin. Has that, what's the last? Vim and Vim. Vim and Vigor. It's 
Vim and vigor. I know that's the real word, but everybody says vinegar, and I was just trying to get Jason to say the N word. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, that's why I'm looking at you like, what? It's yeah. vinegar, dude. You should, of all people, you should know. Uh, so anyway, just trying to get Jason to say the N word. I mean, I'll say it anytime. You just gotta set me up a little better than that. Just want to trick him. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it's. It's ironic because Jason's usually the one lamenting the the fact of they don't build stars, but I think he's just relishing in this. Like he's loving. Oh it. my god! Just because beautiful. of like yeah, the Twitter meltdown. A, yeah, he's made a turn. Yeah, it really is. And he's uh he's, he's growing he's up. full circle here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not full circle, but guys. that's 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 it. This is business. This has nothing to do. Unfortunately, it is an indictment on the fiend, uh, but it has nothing to do with The Fiend. This is all about money, and it's all about what's a bigger match. And unfortunately, The Fiend and Reigns are newer stars, and they should be a bigger match, but the way the WWE does things and the way that The Fiend has been booked, uh, he's not as hot as he was six months ago. I loved The Fiend six months ago. I couldn't wait to see where this thing was going, and now I couldn't give a shit. I can't imagine if I would have paid $7,000 fucking dollars for a goddamn Tom Savini leather belt. <laughs> I mean, Christ. I mean, I, th- I think I think it's fair to say now that they that the that they fucked up the fiend. I mean, they fucked th- him up. That they messed him up. Like they he, keep he fucking was, Bray Wyatt over he was and a, over. He was the hottest thing in wrestling for a while. And I'll push back on you guys a little bit. I don't think it's really an indictment on him. And Jason said it's an indictment on the roster. I disagree with that. I don't think it's an indictment on either of those things. I I think it's an indictment. On Vince, and I think it's an indictment of how he's run his company. That's what I. That's what I was saying. And uh, it's an indictment on how he's run his company in the last sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years. I mean, we're talking about like when the Attitude Era ended, basically, and it went PG, or not even when before it went PG. But I mean, the two thousand four WrestleMania was Benoit Michaels Triple H was the main event in the you know the Vegas special uh, <laughs> triple threat. Uh, it's it, it was a great match. I've gone back and watched it recently. Uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Since then, they haven't made a new star. I mean, they've made a couple that are semi stars, but. Basically, wrestling is not for younger people anymore. That's why they say the average age of the Raw viewer is 43 or something. Because nobody watches it anymore. The people that like the re- the people that like wrestling, they haven't made any new fans, really. Like, the kids watch it, and then the kids get out of it because it's kiddie shit until you get past, you know, your 20s, and then it's old man shit, which I guess is where we're at. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, ahead, I, like like I said earlier, you basically convinced me of this last week that this was a definite possibility that could happen. It went off almost exactly how you said it was going to. Props to you. And it sucks, man. It sucks that Goldberg, who's incapable of having more than a four-minute match, and really, when you talk about a four-minute match with Goldberg, two of those minutes are him just standing face-to-face or him getting ready to spear somebody. His spears on Bray Wyatt were so <laughs> slow and dumb-looking, you know, as they should be. He's 53 years old. Back, you know, 20 years ago, 22 years ago when he started spearing dudes, it was violent. It looked badass. Like, I even called it last week. He had the best spear of, of, best spear of all time. 
And now it's just because he was hitting motherfuckers. Yeah, and now it's just him, just two fat dudes running into each other. <laughs> Doesn't even look good. It looks like shit. That's the only thing he's there for. And his jackhammer looks like shit too. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. I mean, at least like think if we didn't have NXT takeovers. Thankfully, nobody was watching this show. I, I know. Oh seriously. no! Oh no! There was plenty of people watching this show. Yeah, but I mean, like, don't no, get it twisted. Like ten percent of the people who are going to be watching WrestleMania were watching this show. Zach, it doesn't Yeah, I mean, matter. that's probably less. Okay. That's a, that's a good thing I'm saying. No, people no, are going to go back sure. and watch nah. this because it, people are going to be like, no, this didn't happen, or, you know, let me watch this again, whatever the case may be. It just sucks. I mean, and... I, I have no I remorse. Can't. Zero. Zero. I know. You just, you know, some men just like to watch the world The world burn. burn. But, I mean, it's terrible for... For wrestling. I mean, it's terrible for wrestling. It's good for WWE's bottom line, probably. It's terrible for the future of wrestling. Thank God we have NXT. Thank God we have takeovers. And thank God we have AEW and New Japan. Because this shit that that we watch... God damn, we watch so much of it. And all you people out there, too. You guys watch so much of it, too. <laughs> don't you're try, to, just take, don't try as, to take my heat. You're just as at fault as don't we are. Don't try to take are. my heat. This shit sucks. This fucking Goldberg <laughs> shit sucks. No, it's beautiful. They have Brock Lesnar go over in 90 seconds. What the fuck is the point? Because now you got two part-time guys, two big-time names as your champions, and now you can lead off Raw or SmackDown, fuck whichever can one you, you want. <laughs> can you imagine in 2002 if I would have told oh, you shit. in 2020, in 2002 if I would have told you in 2020, the WCW wouldn't exist anymore. It might have been gone by then anyway, actually. It might have been gone in 2001. Okay. 2020, that there's two heavyweight belts in the WWE. And the holders <laughs> of those belts <laughs> are fucking Goldberg and Lesnar. I would have said, what's WWE? <laughs> no, it was WWE by then, wasn't it? I don't think so. Why you guys shit on my joke, man? No, I'm not, I'm my... not, don't say you guys. <laughs> I just said you, and I was looking right at Zach. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, it's Shitting fucked all up. over my joke. No, nah, man, you. no. It's, 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 it's going to work itself out, okay? You're going to get what we got last year. You'll get the match for the masses. And Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. There you go. Spear versus Spear. Spear. The most phallic right. match in the country. Can okay. we just can we just flash forward ahead to the Beefers for 2021? <laughs> and I can say my worst angle or my worst title change was Goldberg versus Wyatt. I oh, mean, can no. we do you that? You haven't seen nothing oh, no. yet. Wait till Goldberg loses it to the Fiend. <laughs> Wait till fucking David Arquette beats Goldberg at fucking pay backlash. I just, I don't. I, you shouldn't have even build Bray Wyatt up because now this is why it was, this is my live live Morgan argument. Man, just because if you're gonna you're gonna build her ass up, you're gonna give everybody hope because Liv Morgan is even worse because she's cute. So now you got the motherfuckers that look at Liv Morgan as this sexual object already on board. God forbid she could actually you know work in the ring. That dive at uh, on the pe- contract signing was pretty cool. That was I will awesome. give you on that. Yeah. I'll give her credit for this that. Has nothing to do with Liv Morgan. It has, it's the same thing. No. You are giving the fans hope. There, 
myself personally, I was a huge Bray Wyatt fan up into the point where they were basically telling me, okay, we are going to put some maggots on the apron for, and him and Randy Orton are going to wrestle for the title. They just you know what? That was it. You know what? He's just too high-minded for Vince. I mean, that's it. Like, he has cool concepts. I, I said this to Zach earlier, and, you know, I don't want to kick a man when he's down or a demon or whatever the fuck he is, but <laughs> he needs to not wrestle in the mask. I mean, it's just, it's silly. Like, we were, when we were sitting there watching the match, and Zach said, oh, and there's little Husky Harris in his Halloween <laughs> outfit. It's like, oh, my God, that's so true. It looks so bad. It really, like. I thought of that on SmackDown because Goldberg just like, oh, let me guess. The fiend's behind me, and he right. just turns around, and he just spears him like he's a fucking nerd. Right. Like, And I was like, oh, it's just Husky yeah, they, Harris in his fucking Halloween well, now, costume. At, at this point, God, yeah, you could take now, the mask now off. Now that's an indictment. <laughs> <laughs> now that's fucking hot. That is fucking, that's fucking mean. At this point, yeah, you could but probably. deserve. Yeah. It's, you have, because if you have anybody not take him seriously, then nobody's going to take, take him, him seriously. seriously. And there, and that's so, but, but that's okay. That's why I'm that saying. That buries him worse than anything. Though. And that's why I'm saying the matches that have led up to this aren't a good look for those. It doesn't help anything. Or Daniel Bryan just had a knockdown drag out strap match. It took what? 20 something? All the other legends. Sorry to cut you off. All the other legends that he has on his wall with the eyes raked out because the, because the fiend put him away. It's just it's it's mind boggling that they did all this work on the fiend. I mean, all this work on the fiend to have him lose right before WrestleMania in three again, minutes again, again, mind you. He's this is the second time this has happened. No, I'll take that back. He won before WrestleMania. I'll take that back. He won. Before he won right before WrestleMania. But still, I mean, it's it's a similar situation. Only has a a way cooler character this time and way right. more potential. Right. Yeah, and he had tons of momentum. They just. You know, they dropped the ball. Where they, I mean, where they really fucked up was that match with Seth Rollins. That that match really fucked. Hell up. Hell in a Cell was terrible. Was was that it? Was that the one where he gave where he gave him seventeen curb stomps or yeah, whatever? And that was the last Saudi show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the last Saudi yeah. show. I'll, These shows have a history of just being terrible. Uh, okay, here, here's my question. And if you want to move on, we can move on. I can see this is starting to wear a little thin. Are we that scared? Oh, I wouldn't say we being we being Vince. Is Vince that scared that Bray versus Roman wouldn't sell tickets? I, I mean, I think the Zach. I think point. that's. I think. I think that sells tickets. I think that was a slam dunk main event match. You would have six weeks, seven weeks to build this shit up. It could actually be decent to a good build. What's that? What's that thing they say in uh, Breaking Bad where? Don't don't have a half measure. There's no such thing as half measures. Either go all the way or don't go at all. I feel like uh, Roman versus Bray Wyatt almost pleases no one. Like it placates guys like you and me, and to the masses, it doesn't do anything. It's a half measure. It's it doesn't it doesn't <clears throat> actually please anybody. It placates everybody, but nobody actually wants to see it. I mean, do you actually want to see it? I mean, I'd rather I'd rather see Bray Wyatt versus. Given the choice, you're asking me would I rather see Goldberg versus Reigns or Reigns versus Bray Wyatt? No, I know I know what you would take. You would take Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah. No doubt, because they're both two current guys. You've been yelling 
you've been yelling in my ear for 20 years <laughs> about how WWE doesn't make stars. I get it, and you've sold me on that. I, I can get down with it. But that doesn't please anybody. Like, we're okay with it. We'd rather see it, but the truth is we'd rather see Bray Wyatt in a meaningful in a meaningful feud with somebody that somebody that we want to see him fight, like a meaningful feud versus Nakamura or a meaningful feud versus Cesaro, giving our giving our druthers okay, okay, in our perfect world Ro- in a WWE. Roman versus Bray at WrestleMania is like a Poot, Pete Buttigieg presidency. It's like, yeah, yeah like it's new. It's I haven't seen it Trump, before. It's better than it has yeah, been, but yeah. it's still just fucking lame. But Roman Reigns versus Goldberg pleases all the casuals. All the guys who haven't been following it that are our age that watch it on Friday nights now because their kids are at home and they don't go out as much, they're like, fuck yeah, I used to watch Goldberg back when I was in college. Oh, and I hear this Roman Reigns guy. He was in that last Fast and Furious movie. Oh, this will be pretty cool. I'll watch this. That pleases them. Let's hey. order some Domino's, honey. Hey, WrestleMania's on. Hey, go hey. get it hot and ready. Yeah, please. By all means, well, I'll be watching with you for that. Don't six forget or the seven fucking hours. crazy bread. All that good shit, and uh, hopefully this sports entertainment to entertain somebody. A couple other notes from Super Sand Money, whatever it's called. <laughs> Super Sand Money. Uh, is that racist? <laughs> I mean, it, it is in Saudi, you, it's in des- ask, Saudi Arabia. is in the desert. If you, you got to ask. ask. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter called Blood Money in the Sand. I thought that was pretty good, too. <laughs> oh, uh, a couple other notes. Uh, Ms. Morrison won the tag belts. I didn't watch the match. I assume they're working towards a triple threat match at WrestleMania between uh, them, the Usos, and the New Day, which uh, that that's cool with me. Uh, and Lesnar squashed Ricochet. It is breaking news. I know it's unbelievable. In literally, can we watch ni- that? in literally ninety seconds. Yeah, because we can we watch that while we do. We're this watching podcast? it right. Now? Well, I mean, no, yeah, I mean I'll, that specific. I'll match. fast forward it, and then uh, the other thing is what we're about to see is Undertaker came down. I didn't know this until Zach told me Undertaker came down and won that uh, that the made up trophy, the gauntlet thing. He's getting ready to uh, he's getting ready to beat uh, AJ Styles. The OC beats up Rey Mysterio, who had just got thrown in the match because Rusev said he didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. So they throw Rey Mysterio in there, and then the OC beats up Rey Mysterio backstage so that he doesn't even actually make it down. But Lana went? I have no idea if Lana was there or not. No, she was there. She just mm. came out on stage with Bobby Lashley, dressed in a hijab, and went backstage. So maybe uh, hopefully she got paid for those 10 seconds. Oh, I'm sure she did. And uh, I imagine he stayed back just in case there was a hostage situation. He could do taken seven. Mm-mm. Oh, nice. See, you wrong. <laughs> I like that. You wrong, dog. <laughs> All right. Okay, <laughs> so so just so I can laugh about this some more. Sure. Oh, yeah, then The Undertaker came down. Right. And then choked. Taking Rey choked, Mysterio's spot. Taking Rey Mysterio's spot. <sighs> choke slammed AJ and then, oh, damn. And hey, then won that, the trophy. That, wait, 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 wait. Was that AJ breaking it down? That AJ like broke it. it down. This is, I mean, the listeners can't see what we're looking at, though. AJ is doing, well, it was I'm not doing saying that. I'm not Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing the Roger Rabbit. Uh, anything else we want to talk to uh, talk about this? No, this is. I never want to mention it again. No, th- no, we bringing this back up. This is the road to WrestleMania. We got <laughs> 30, 40 some odd days of this nonsense. Cold bloody. Six weeks of enjoyment. I'm gonna giggle my motherfucking <laughs> ass off all the way to Tampa. God, I can't wait for WrestleMania. One, two, 
You're going to be drunk that night. <laughs> uh, Heater North, what you got? Uh, we had a decent NXT show. Uh, nothing too crazy, but it was fine. Quick rundown. Uh, we had Cameron Grimes and Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, Cameron Grimes, super talent. Uh, we can yeah, talk about that. For sure. Some, but he's fucking awesome. No, um, what was his name again? We just Trevor said, Lee. Thank you. Go yeah, ahead. Trevor Lee from the PWG days. And uh, so they have a really good match, and then uh, Damian Priest runs down and nightsticks Dijakovic. So I'm okay with that because I feel like it's going to delay. Even though we've seen Priest and Dijakovic, I feel like they're two big athletic dudes. They'll, they'll do some more good matches, and it'll keep Lee away from Dijakovic for a minute. That's so. the only saving grace for me coming out of this. I'm just not a huge Damian Priest guy. I was kind of warm on punishment Martinez. I'm not going to lie about that, but... I just think that this character in NXT doesn't work for me. Punishment Martinez worked for me. Yeah, the Archer of Infamy. I've been I've been on that thing since it, since it came out. I fucking hate it. Like he's he's got like a real like deep narrator's voice. And right. He's got a good look, even though he he definitely looks like a dude that like you don't want. Like you're, he looks like the dude that like. Your wife like hasn't given you a blowjob in ten years, and you get divorced, and she's like sucking Damian Priest's dick like thirty <laughs> seconds after you guys signed the papers. Like that's the kind of dude that he is, and then you just hate it. Oh, that's a horrible. And that's visual. like that's like the last thought that you think of is yeah, right. you swallow your fucking <laughs> whole pet bottle of Xanax and uh, kill yourself. You're going to hell anyway. Um, so yeah, that was a thing. And uh, then Imperium gives uh, Finn Balor a message from Valter. So we're going to get Finn Balor versus Valter, which is fucking awesome. It, yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm still a little confused by the why this is happening, but I think the match itself would still be good at match. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, it was one of those where they were like, we're just going to throw this together because it's going to be dope. So is this going to be on TakeOver? I think Tampa, because Valter does not... It's either going to be... Tampa, because Valter does not fly to the United States for shows much. He didn't even come for this angle. Um, they had the Imperium guys do it. Or it's going to be the next UK takeover. But That's what I was I, thinking. I think it's much more likely that they bring Valter to Tampa. Cause, oh, I, I, mean, I do too. He's just, he is, like, having not having Valter on your WrestleMania weekend it is dumb. It does kind dumb. of beg the question, though, if Finn Balor is not going to face Adam Cole for the belt at Tampa, yeah. who, who faces him? I don't know. I got my guess. Who? Who do you think? Dream? Yeah. Ah, fuck that. Dream is not ready for that shit. I didn't say I just say it was a good guess. I did That say- would be a terrible match. I'm sorry. Like Dream has not looked good <laughs> since he's come back and he was he's just we, young, man. We already watched a terrible match today. It wouldn't be a terrible <laughs> match. Yeah. Let's I Okay, mean, terrible let's- by takeover standards. How about that? <laughs> WrestleMania takeover? No. Dream does great in those multi-man situations like if he's going to be in something I would rather him do that. Like, he's really underwhelmed. Uh, and I know I'm going to get heat on this because, like, he's such a great character. But the dude's, like, 20 fucking two, and he's no Pete Dunn or Trevor Bates, man. Like, just give him a few years before you throw him in the spotlight. He has underwhelmed in one or one-on-one situations. I'm not going to I'm not gonna push back I'll, on that. You know me. I would love to jump in and defend. I can't really think of a one-on-one situation where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is that time or oh yeah this is that time i, I can't so that's, it, it, that seems like a good program though the the balor his character is off the charts great essentially yeah. this reminds yeah. yeah it is essentially this finn balor Volter thing reminds me of jordan devlin Volter, which 
Uh, if you want to see some five-star matches, look at uh, Over the Top, uh, the Irish promotion. Uh, he, they do two great matches there, and I think they've done one elsewhere as I w- well. I mean, just knowing what Walter can do with a little guy, my match of the year last year, I, I can't remember if I voted for it or one and two, but, I mean, Walter... Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate is, was an unreal match. Outrageous. Finn Balor versus Walter. I mean, yeah. has the opportunity to be match of the year. Absolutely, it it has the opportunity. It, it just, I mean, because be, ba- as great as Tyler Bate is, as great as he is, and he is fucking great. Uh, Finn Balor has been doing it for longer, and like is, fifteen more years. Yeah, just imagine what Tyler Bate's going to be like in fifteen years. I can't. Yeah. It's going to, like, it, it my second like, album will have to go from fanny pack full of cum to duffel bag full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might be one like, inch shorter. It can't look like the, uh, the, the Balor-Walter match can't look like Balor-Brock Lesnar. It has to be its own separate chapter, novel, book, whatever you want to call it. Walter doesn't really fight like Brock Lesnar, though. But you still have big man, little man, you know, match up, whatever you want to call it. I just... You're not, it's not going to be Tyler Bate because Tyler Bate, to a certain extent, can match. I'll tell you what. In kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. Can match power for power with Walter. Finn Bauer can't. So it has to be a different type of match. I don't want it to be anything close to the Brock Lesnar match, but nah, it, it has to be, be similar to it. So I, I, I say this as a Ciampa mark, as a Gargano mark. NXT Tampa TakeOver. What match are you looking forward to most? Ciampa Gargano, which is going to happen, or Walter Finn Balor? I feel like just because it was my favorite feud of the year and it was one of my favorite feuds of all time, Yes, I got to go with uh, Gargano Ciampa. But are you saying that just because it was one of your favorite feuds of all time? Because... In wrestling, I'm not saying it'll definitely be better, yeah, but I'm just saying like it's got this like more storied. It, there's more story elements. It has the potential to be more emotionally investing. Yes, this is. Uh, I guess I'm kind of of the camp. Like, show me something new. Even though Chomp and Gargano are obviously going to put on a show, and we're gonna have heel, heel Gargano versus face champa so that's going to be a little bit different type right and also talking about the spin balor match i guess finn balor's the de facto face in it yeah and that's the thing like they're just you know he was a face when in a, in a, he, have a, he has a hard time getting booed at full sale so yeah. it makes sense uh but uh yeah uh, another quick uh next we had mia yim versus zeli which is whatever nobody gives a shit sorry no, guys stop it uh it was, say it said it sets up dakota kai which Early on is a surprising, nice little heel interest. I wasn't really paying that close attention to Dakota Kai until Survivor Series. And then that storyline started up. I felt bad for her because she got kicked off the team, Rhea Ripley team. Next thing, and I said it, I was like, look, I wouldn't, if I was Dakota Kai, you kicked me off this team and then invited me back afterwards, I would extend the middle finger and say, fuck you. I'm not coming back to the team you just kicked me off of. So she comes back, which, you know, neither here nor there, extracts a little revenge on Tegan Knox, has a really good street fight. And so now it fast forwards to this point where now you have a scenario where you can have this cage match where you can get, hopefully once again, both girls over, 
Dakota Kai wins this street fight, probably with a little help fuckery, if you will, from uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and then make her that next up-and-coming heel, which I think she has the potential to be. Not saying a top heel, but she's on the track to doing something really, really special in 2020. Almost made it. Yeah, okay. When you started talking about Dakota Kai, I said to Zach, do you think Jason's going to talk about Dakota Kai as long as it takes Undertaker to walk down the ramp? I think he's only it wasn't way, qu- though. It wasn't quite the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know when you get going, your eyes are closing, you're talking. <laughs> I, know, I know you're high, and I'm like, oh, he's going to talk about Dakota Kai for a while. Because we've, we've been watching Undertaker walk down the goddamn ramp <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> he's heating up. Oh, it's right. too much. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, next we have Tommaso Champa and Austin Theory. So this is very much new blood. They were very much oh, telling shit. us that Austin Theory is the future of NXT, and he very may well be a super young right now. Good yeah. good look to him. He uh, really bumped hard it. for Tommaso Champa. And I, I mean, watch Evolve. If you if you watch Evolve, you would, you would have a better idea. He, he he doesn't look like anything right now because you you don't. You haven't seen much else besides what NXT's shown you. That's true. And, and he's young, but, uh, you know, th- this is like, you know, the future, and they're, they're giving him a rub, putting him in there with a top guy because Champa is a top guy. So. And they gave him, like, 12 minutes or so. Yeah, this was a match. Like, I was fine with it. Like, it was nice, you know. I thought he was get, he was coming in to get stomped, and, you know, fingers crossed, you know, I was kind of hoping that he got would come Ciampa. down in during the match and went by distraction finish and then have – their segment afterwards where they uh, they fought inside the ring. Uh, just to answer your question from a while ago, I want Ciampa and Gargano just because now I need closure. I need to know how this story ends. Finn Balor and Walter, okay, Walter's probably going to win. It's probably going to be a good match. You ain't going to get closure on Ciampa Gargano for 10 years. I don't know. I think we will because I think uh, I think this I think is going to be one of loser leaves town. I think there's going to be a heavy stipulation on yeah, this. Somebody's got to go because they kept they teased it the last two weeks where basically fill in the blank can't be in full sale anymore. These two can't be in full sale at the same time. I think this is going to be a loser leaves NXT match. It's the I can't think of a bigger stipulation than that. What they've already done, what we've already gone through. God damn, AJ. One choke slam. Jesus Christ. So, to our listeners, we are watching the Super Sandown, and Taker just came in and choke slammed AJ. He didn't even take off his jacket. He didn't didn't even take off his hat. So, quick aside, because we were talking about NXT, real quick sidetrack back to uh, the one count. Is this just setting up the WrestleMania match between Taker and AJ? That's the only reason. or, Or is this what it is? No, no, this, this is, is setting setting up. up. This yeah. is the setup. Because now AJ is going to be running around so mad because he didn't win this does, whatever trophy. Does AJ give Taker his second loss at WrestleMania ever? Man, do I they doubt put, it. Do they put AJ over Taker? Because they just gave him a – I mean, that's that's the <laughs> thing. They just gave him the victory, right? He just beat AJ. Oh, I would love to say yeah. I'll I, say I'm yes. Say, I'm saying no. I'll say yes. I can't see it. All I right. Can't. Uh, two beer. Sorry. Uh, Killian Dane versus Bronson Reed. Big man. No real story here. Bronson Reed is uh, definitely got some upsides, though. 
Uh, well, Killian Dane's got upside too. I he's just, got him. I just, I'm just not a Killian Dane guy. Like, uh, I'm sure like he's a cool dude. Everybody seems like high on him, but like, I'm, I'm not super thrilled when he's in the ring they're, alone. They're done with him. No, nah, he yeah. need, he needs to be like that mid card monster heel. If Keith Lee wasn't around, I would go with Killian Dane as my as an NXT North American champion. Oh, I don't think he's ever going to win a belt on NXT. I think ten years ago, again, I Killian mean, Dane. Had, they had the tag belts when they were Sanity or whatever. Ten years ago, Killian Dane would have been a bigger deal, but there's just too many talented dudes, especially big guys now. Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus Forgotten Sons. Uh, I actually like have. I'm okay with Forgotten Sons, like getting a little <laughs> bit of like, even though it's like patriotic, like nationalism, like bullshit. The Grant City vote. Uh, yes, at least it. At least they're at least now I'm starting to like see at least who they are and like I think one of them shaved their heads so they're a little bit easier to tell apart now. Uh, wow, you I can't tell the white guys apart. No, wow. I mean they're all just like biker dudes with Can you? long hairs and tattoos. I can't tell them apart. Yeah, I mean I know who the street. <laughs> I know the difference between street profits <laughs> and I think the only like ethnic minority Jason tag at Zach team. and said your bill. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I think the only ethnic minority tag team I can't tell apart is uh, the Usos and they're fucking twins. Like, so <laughs> I can't tell apart the Jacksons. Really? I can't tell apart the Young Bucks. No. Jesus Christ! I don't look anything alike. They look exactly alike. Not even close, dude. Can you tell apart the Sings? Yes. Can you tell apart uh, the um, shit? The uh, what? What are their names? Santana and Ortiz. No, no, no. <laughs> no you can tell them apart. <laughs> I don't know. I just know he doesn't like that shit. proud and powerful thing. You ain't shit. No, what's what the the shit, revival? I'm so, no, I'm sorry. This is a terrible. <laughs> this, this is a terrible pod. No, I, and uh, what? Not the Enrico, Steiners. Not Enrico. What's his? What the fuck are their names? They oh the uh, Colognes. The Colognes. Thank you. Yeah. No, because I don't ever see them. <laughs> it's not because they're Puerto Rican. It's because they're that's just what not I was going to say about the Forgotten that's, that's Sons. Racist. They are forgotten. Then all of a sudden now you know Grizzled Young Veteran speaks them out, and all of a sudden, bam! You know, no. here comes the Forgotten Sons. Wait, you guys have never seen Breaking Bad, have you? I've I have seen not. It. You've seen it? Yeah. You know the twins that aren't really twins. They were the Salamancas. Those no. guys ain't... Uh, okay, never mind. This is terrible, Pod. Yeah, keep, this is keep bad. Going. All right. Keep going. Uh, anyway, they should stay forgotten. I I'm, say, I'm saying that the I'm saying that the Bucks look alike, and you're saying that Nick and oh, Matt gee, Jackson don't I look alike. I wonder why. I say they look alike, but they don't look exactly alike they at look, all. They're I like five years apart. And, and Stevie Warner could see them. They, they could tell the difference between them two. Next, the one you look like you wouldn't want to get in a public pool. I, I mean, I can't tell these two <laughs> twins apart. I can't tell these two twins apart. Oh my God, they're not twins. He's playing <laughs> with the new day. Talk about the new day. You're going. <laughs> and one hell. of them's Big E. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the hair might have something to do. One of them, Xavier Woods. The other one's Truth. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. All right. So uh, then we have Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair. Uh, which was uh, oh, shit. Bianca Belair really came off like a star here. Man, and Bianca then, Belair impressed in that match. Yeah, she really came off like a star. And then they ran out of time, and they just went right to the finish. It was like spear, spear. Uh, what's that thing called? Like the natural selection. Natural selection. And then uh, Flair was going to pulmonize her ankle. Yeah. Oh, no, she did. Well, yeah, but like she just put it on there and then like stomped on it real quick. And then Rhea comes out and does her full entrance, by the way. Right! She does the save, but she does her full entrance, which was fucking lame. You know what I loved about that? 
because we talked about this last week with somebody. Oh, it was Darby Allen did this full interest too. He like soaked it up while everybody was getting. But beat they up. weren't getting beat up at the time. Like they, yeah, no, everybody yes. stopped whenever Darby Allen's thing music went but off. But we didn't know that. You saw it. Like you saw it. Like they showed them in the ring. Like stop like, Who defending the fuck is this? Darby Allen. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of history, Bill. Here, Bill. I, I, it's not the first time. <laughs> Prepare to put mustard on those words. I voted you... for Nader in 2000. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. uh, but. It did look particularly dumb when Rhea Ripley did it because Charlotte didn't do that thing that the inner circle did when Darby Allen came down. That Charlotte she was just, just like fucking on it. her. She's like figure eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck it. She, she stomped like, on her ankle and then she right. did like a figure eight. Like, yes. I'm yeah. like, damn, dog, really? You taking your sweet ass time no. out of the ring? Uh, I'm with you though. That was dumb. Yeah, it was. Uh, Rhea Ripley looks like a star. Bianca Belair continues to impress her last three or four outings that I've actually she's, like she's down, really coming to her own. watched a match with her she's great and that's a nice little treat for this is what we were talking about last week too with NXT with Charlotte showing up on NXT and having a great match with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley like Charlotte is kind of giving a rub to the entire show in a way you know Charlotte's a big star man look okay First things first, yes, Charlotte's a big star. I'm not going to disagree with that. Now, please don't. That said, <laughs> um, I'm going to d- kind of ease up on how great this match was. It was good. It wasn't great. There was some sloppy exchanges. Neither here nor there. I'll just come to just from my perspective of what I look at it as. It's more. This feels like Bianca Belair might be. Let's say the new Sasha Banks. Let's say the new Natty. Let's say fill in the blank of woman of choice that is the bridge to the next storyline. The bad part about this is is Bianca Belair is probably the most talented of the bunch that I just named, but it feels like right now she's just going to be the bridge to that next can you match. Name, can you name them again? I was watching John Morrison. Uh, like Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks Natty. Natty. Uh, You're saying that Bianca Belair is more talented than Sasha Banks? Right now, yes. What do you, a- mean? Athle- what do you mean right now? Athletic, it, as of whatever this is, February 27, 2020. Athletically? That's athletically? Not my, that's how my grandpa used to say it. Athletically? Athletically? Okay. Never mind. Okay. Better. Bianca- Hands down. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't even think. Uh, really? I, I mean, no. I mean, I love Bianca Belair. I think that. When's the last time? You, I guess you if you're seen... talking athletically. Who tells a better story? I guess. I mean, like, who's a better wrestler? Who's a better pro wrestler? The pro wrestler is, is Sasha Banks. I mean, I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with you. I think it just you guys agree. That, I think it I think just it, seems like that's a really hot take. You guys agree? I'll just say this. Don't fucking tell me what I do. This is. <laughs> This just seems eerily familiar. This was an opportunity to. Uh, I get the rub part, but I don't. There's to me just being yeah, in the you, ring like you Austin buy, Theory. You buy into that a lot less than a lot of wrestling fans do. Austin Theory being in the ring with Ciampa was a rub for Austin Theory because of where he is in the realm of NXT. He's just coming in. Chompa's this big thing. I was hoping against hope that Austin Theory would steal the win. He didn't. But he looked good against Chompa, so that's kudos to Austin Theory. Bianca Belair is not that. Bianca Belair is fairly established as one of the top women in 
NXT. Also in a relatively short time, because she's a performance center. Uh, she came up through the system. Like, she's a, she was an athlete, and they were like, they recruited her, and she's For, just no, performance. And, and speaking, speaking to Zach's point, like, I actually do agree with you. I think that Bianca Belair is heads and shoulders above where Sasha was at this point in her career at, at this age. Okay, like, I, I really so, do. I just, I, I just didn't, I didn't expect it to hear it out of you, I guess. I guess, I guess here's my problem with this is that now we've gotten that to the point where there's nowhere for Bianca to go at this point. For me, this feels like if she stays, she's basically re- relegated to being underneath Rhea Ripley until Rhea Ripley leaves. So she's had to wait now for for uh, for uh, Baszler. She definitely had to uh, take a backseat on. And now it feels like she's taking another backseat to Rhea Ripley. What, hap- what happened? I just missed it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was listening to you. It's Biggie. Biggie licking the Biggie licks the belt oh, while okay. Morrison and Miz just look disgusted at oh him. Oh my god, kind of like uh, a kid Tyson would lick Fury. their food so that you wouldn't, uh, you yeah. know, you wouldn't eat it. I mean, both of them look at look at Biggie and then look at Miz and Morrison. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> god damn, I love professional wrestling. Um, uh, there is one place for Bianca Belair to go, and that's the top of the NXT card. Because Rhea Ripley is, I mean, she has to go up after this. Our, she has to go up after this. Either that I'm or not, you send no, Bianca. No, Bianca Belair is and going up. Rhea could stay at the top. Yeah, that's going to say, at this point, there's no reason for her to stay. I'm enjoying that, too. Let's bring it to our three counts. One, two, three. So before we get into our revolution predictions, we should probably just run down what was a... I mean, two in a row, just stellar AEW Dynamites. Just absolutely stellar AEW great show. Dynamites. It was a great show. They started off with Omega versus Pac in Oof. a 30-minute Iron Man match that ended in a sudden death. With uh, the first DQ finish. in AEW history. Yeah, the first DQ in AEW history. It was uh, Omega ended up going over. It was it was fire. I mean, it was the best match that either one of them had had in AEW. And for... People that have just gotten into AEW because Jericho and Ambrose are there and they don't know who Omega is, that's who Omega is. And you know what? <laughs> that's who Pac is, too. Yeah, because more importantly. It was it was great. Yeah, best Iron Man match I can remember watching. No, I, I had high expectations coming into it, and this was one of those times where AEW met the bar and then some. Um, I didn't like the second quick fall where – it was after the chair shot, after the DQ, and then the black arrow happened within like two minutes of that, and that's just really me nitpicking. Maybe one too many ref bumps. When Aubrey came in, I figured at that point the ref bumps were going to end. We'll, we'll see the continuation of the match. But, I mean, that was still a solid curtain jerker match. And that's, it, I mean, it's highlighted both guys. That's nitpicky, but I had the exact same nitpick. Like that really quick second pinfall after the first pinfall seems to be well it wasn't a pinfall it was the it was storyline because he hit him with a chair, chair right yeah. like that's the idea is like Pin- pinfall is the wrong word but it protected omega because it's like well this dickhead just hit him with a chair of course he's going to get a pinfall on him right. and it's like as pack as the heel sacrificed a fall in order to weaken his opponent he gets it right back and it was genius on AEW's part because they did a dq without having a dq finish so now right. we know that there actually are dqs even though they talk about them all the time right they exist and that's the kind of thing that'll get you dq'd but they didn't have to have the bullshit dq finish so i, uh, I liked it 
No, no, I'm, look, do not get me twisted. It was a really great start. The Bucks We're being out there on this stuff. The Bucks being out there, I thought was a nice little twist because it gave that little intrigue. It was like uh, New Japan, uh, you know, days, big yeah, matches. Like exactly, they were always out there for sure for his singles matches. And then, like I said, for their uh, their segment later on in, uh, in the Dynamite, it was it just gave that little extra something for that too. So it, it worked. It. Uh, after the match, uh, Pac was cutting a backstage promo in which Orange Cassidy just kind of showed up. Pac uh, socked him, basically. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, Pac and Orange Cassidy are going to have a match this Saturday. I'll give you my prediction on that later. I think it's cool that Orange Cassidy is going to have an actual match. Also, uh, jumping ahead a little bit into the show, after the Best Friends won their match against the Butcher and the Blade. The best friends cut a promo in which they said, you're in trouble, Pac, because this time Orange Cassidy is going to try, <laughs> which is really good. Uh, Inner Circle versus Jurassic yeah, Express. Really I mean, it was as you would expect. There was that four-way women's match. Dark Order cut a backstar like they had a vignette. Those are super fun matches. I liked both of them. I, I, did, I, I did, too. I like uh, Yaka Sakazaki. She's got, like, um, really good charisma. I mean, I'm a big Hikaru Shida fan anyway. Uh but um, kind of surprised Swole took the uh, the pinfall there. I don't know. She's like the the. I mean, they they're kind of making her look good, but she's like the greenest one out of all of them. So no, I'm not saying that. It just a couple of weeks with her, you know, winning on dark. Yeah, you seeing her. Yeah, you've been seeing her and stuff. Yeah. Good, uh, good fan reaction when uh, she comes out. So I wasn't thinking she was gonna win it. I just didn't think she was gonna be the one getting pinned to do it. What the? You know what? I'll fast forward to the Moxley Jericho contract sign or the weigh in. Which was <laughs> no, you said it right. No, that's, it no, that's basically what it is. I mean, it, it was, was just so, the way it, it was. I, I mean, that, I thought that, about you the whole way. Go ahead. That is, you thought about me. Yeah, that, that was Jericho doing real Jericho superstar wrestler pro wrestler stuff. I mean, he gave me, he gave me, he gave us this, which is my new favorite drop. Shut your ass! <laughs> Telling Kansas City to shut their ass, and then. Saying instead of saying Patrick Mahomes is a piece of shit, he said Aaron Mahomes is a piece of shit, which I don't know if he did on purpose. Either way, it works, <laughs> it works better. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that. It just uh, works better. Uh, Moxley looked every bit the anti-hero, stone cold-ish type baby face that he is. Uh, you know, uh, Jericho got busted open the hard way. Thoughts mm. about that, Two Beer? Yeah, seven stitches for Jericho. So. That was uh, definitely pretty wild. Added some authenticity, you know. It was uh, definitely, you know, fortuitous juice made uh, the weigh-in look a lot cooler than it would have been. No, I mean the weigh-in contract signs, whatever you want to call it, is usually ending in some sort of mosh pit, and that's how this one ended up in some sort of mosh. I'll tell you pit, what, they found a creative way to actually not have to weigh Jericho because the dude's probably like two sixty, <laughs> fat motherfucker. I'm like, get on the scales, get on the scales. Uh, uh, I think my favorite. I think my favorite part of the show though was the sit down interview uh, where Jr. interviewed the Bucks and Paige and Omega. Ooh, and that was great. I, I had not watched it. Uh, two beer came over and I was catching up on stuff and he goes, you haven't seen this? I said, no. And I watched it and that got me more sold on that match than any in-ring promo could have done. Any pull apart brawl, brawl could have done, which just shows you 
I mean, because the level of talent that's going to be in that match with Nick and Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega, I mean, Paige is the 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 least of the four, and that Paige is, is pretty fucking good. good. Yeah. And now they have this story behind it where you were a jobber at our age. I was like, well, and, whoa, and Omega. Doesn't really trust Hangman Page. Hangman Page has an alcohol problem, <laughs> which I, I really like as an angle. I, it seemed to me, though, it's obvious it seems that Hangman Page is going to go heel. It looks to me, I think the Bucks and Omega are going heel. Here's the thing. I don't I don't see them like, I think we're kind of conditioned by WWE at this point. I don't see them doing like a full heel turn. Because remember, whenever Cody and Dustin had that five star match, like, Cody worked as a heel. That's fair, and he's the biggest babyface in the fucking world right now. That's fair. So yeah, I just feel like they're kind of shifting the way that Matt and Nick were talking to Paige, and the way they were talking, they were come across as like arrogant heels. But I think it's for this match. They they also came across as like kind of good friends that were kind of at the end of the rope. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, you know, they're like dude, you had to bring you. a drink to the interview. Yeah, yeah, and they, and they, they, they were sympathetic. The right. I really. Uh, love the fact that these are all real people who I can empathize with and the storylines are logical. Like, yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's not just about scripted versus unscripted. It's about this makes sense that this person would feel this way because, and I'm like, oh, I'm rooting for this person or this person, or I'm rooting for both of them because I, I can't decide because they're both my friends. You know, it everything makes sense. It's not that, some stupid bullshit. That turned from a match that I was just kind of like, ooh, I'll watch it for the work rate. Yeah. To now it's like, if I could only watch one match from that from that show, that's that's the match I'm going to watch. Right on. No, it's it's. I love all four guys, and personally, I've, I've been saying that Hangman Page will be world champion at some point. Obviously, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Well, that's but a bold prediction. No, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking Dude's to 27. it. Twenty seven. Clay. What you time, so? baby? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring it up, but anyway. <laughs> I wasn't even around for that one. I don't even know who Brodus Clay is. I don't even think I knew you. I'm just saying. I don't even think I knew you. <laughs> Probably not. No, I really think that Hangman Page is going to have a chance to break out in 2020. This might be the springboard to do it. It's going to be on a huge stage. The match should be good. I don't necessarily disagree with you on the fact that it could be Kenny and the Bucks that are the ones that are going heel. I don't disagree with you that WWE has trained us in a certain way to think certain ways. So, it's that. So, that so just, we're all right. No, that just honestly, that just gave. Oh, so this, we all get participation trophies. In this case, play? yes. In this case, <laughs> yes, because I think it really just gives more intrigue into the match itself. All right. I mean, let's do our predictions. That's going to do it for our three counts. One, two. This is banned from ringside. Okay, before we get into the predictions, uh, Jason and I were outside, and I think I just came up with something different that's going to happen. <laughs> now, okay, so for the record, this was his idea. His idea. I think because Cena is returning this week on SmackDown, mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting Cena Fiend. I don't think we're getting Reigns Goldberg. I think we're getting Cena Goldberg. Cena Goldberg for the belt. Cena wins. Cena ties Flair for the 16th. And then you still get Reigns. Fiend is just not going to be for the title. It almost makes sense. 
it, it really almost makes sense. Cena's going to be in that new Fast and Furious movie. They'll have Vin Diesel in Cena's corner. We said The Rock would be <laughs> in Goldberg's, <laughs> in Goldberg's corner. corner. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, that, that's where we started like to get we off said, track. Like we said, no half measures. Yeah, it, I could easily see this happen, and that's the scary part about it because I really don't want to see the day that Cena ties Ric Flair for – number of uh, world titles, but well, that's it's got to happen at some gonna point. That's going to happen. I know. I just don't want to see it. I'm sorry. I'm just – I'm protective of Rick in that sense. I don't want anybody close to his number 16, and Cena is ridiculously close, c- kind of akin to the Steelers and the Patriots. I'm bitter that they that's both retired with 16. That's, that's enough. I'm we're sorry. Not, we're not talking about the Steelers. We're not talking about the fucking Tom Brady. Steelers. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not talking about Okay, everybody, let's do Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do our revolution predictions. Uh, so, I don't have the year-long stats. I assume that I'm in first. Yeah, I assume that. I've had a couple good weeks in a row, guys. Uh, you guys have not. Oh, Jesus. He wins one week. He goes one- Two weeks. That one week, I went perfect. Uh, okay, we'll start off with SCU versus the Dark Order. That's the uh, pre-show match. Uh, who do you have, JCB? <sighs> I love FCU. I really do. It's Scorpio Sky is amazing. I'll just, I have to take the Dark Order on this one. It just With the Exalted One uh, uh, impending arrival, it just doesn't make sense for them to lose. They need to be pushed, pushed hard until his arrival and then have the chaos ensue from that point. I don't disagree. I'm taking the Dark Order. Also, who you got, Zach? Oh, fuck. This is so hard. Because I didn't do any thinking about this beforehand. Uh, I feel like, yeah, you got to give the Dark Order some some bonus points here. They're going in, you know, kind of blind. So, Okay, so we have Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. Two beers, Zach. Do you want to repeat what you said about Chris Stantlander earlier today, or do you want to just keep that? You want to keep that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna keep that to himself. It wasn't super nice. All of a sudden, he's gonna get modest. I'm a big fan of Chris Statlander. At least I think she has a lot of potential. Uh, she got like a great look. Anyway, what I said about her. I mean, was, you don't have to say it. And now I'm put on the spot here. But what <laughs> don't I said say it. it. You gotta say it. Okay, there you go. I was about to say modesty for once. Write the state down. I feel like it's way better than actually what people would think because now they think it's like some like terrible shit. But really, it's just uh, he said which one is. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's all I need to know right there. (laughs) All right, you take it. Um, I got to take Nyla Rose here. It just doesn't make sense for her to to take the title away from Riho and. Cough it up this quickly. Uh, AEW doesn't have a track record of hot shotting titles as of yet. It doesn't. It just. It should be a good match. I, I kind of wish they had held off on having these two meet right away. Maybe somewhere down the line, this would have been you know a chance for Chris Stagler to win. But I just don't see it right now. I'm going to take uh, Nyla Rose. I'm taking Nyla Rose too. Who are you taking? Definitely Nyla Rose. They're not taking it off her like this quickly, even though I think Statlander is a good champion for down the road. Uh, she's definitely – it's more fun for her to chase or for anybody to chase, and Nyla should be a dominant champion for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we will move on to Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. I'll go first here. I can't – see them having Jake Hager lose his first match 
in AEW, so I'm going to take uh, Jack Swagger. <laughs> I Jack him. Swagger. I love him. I love him. I love Jack Swagger. I've been made fun of forever oh, by Smarks. Shit. You know, when 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 you're sitting in a room with a bunch of wrestling nerds and all the other wrestling nerds are calling you a nerd because you like Jack <laughs> Swagger, that's how you know you're a nerd. You're at the bottom of the heap. Oh, that's but great. I'm taking Jake Hager. Who you got? Two beers, Zach. Definitely Jake Hager for that reason. Like, I mean, that dude, they fed him. A fucking jobber in Bellator so that he could be an undefeated MMA guy. And they're not going to have their undefeated MMA big muscle for their top guy in the company lose to even Dustin Rhodes, who's a legend. They're just, it's just not going to happen. Like, even if it's shenanigans, he's still going to win. JCB? Yeah, I was going to say, I would definitely imagine some fuckery going on in this match. I wouldn't see a queen win. Um, they were part of that little mosh pit at the end of uh, Dynamite on uh, on last night or whatever the case may be. So I would expect this match to get a little time, 10, 15 minutes. But ultimately, I agree with everything that uh, Two Beer said. I think Jake Harry has to go over here. Jason, Darby Allen versus <laughs> Sammy Guevara. I have loved this build, man. Darby Allen has come alive in these last couple weeks snatching uh, Sammy Guevara's gimmick away from him with the uh, the boards or whatever the case may be. Which he stole from Bob Dylan. True story. True story. Uh, Which in excess stole, stole from, from Bob there. Dylan. Yeah, I was getting ready. I was thinking, trying to think of the... Uh, it was in excess. Yeah. You two, whatever the case may be. Um, nah, hold on. The big difference between in excess and duck, you two. Duck. I'm not saying that. I'm or as my mom calls them, inks. <laughs> <laughs> inks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she loved inks. <laughs> that's great. Um, I'm going to take Darby Allen here. Um, I just don't think that Sammy Guevara is there just yet. I think there's a push coming for Darby Allen. You want to keep him in the consciousness of the general wrestling fan. I don't think that it's a knock against Sammy Guevara. I think this is more kudos to Darby Allen. So I'll take Darby Allen here. All right. Two beer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Darby Allen, much to the chagrin. Of one, Bill Veggie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is really boring. I, I still don't think you say my last name right. Veggie? Veggie. I mean, I don't throw the... the <laughs> I don't no, throw whoa, it whoa. no, it's it's a it's a long A. Veggie. Oh, Veggie. Yeah. Like vague? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I've never said it right. Yeah, you say Veggie. Veggie. Yeah. No, it's Veggie. Like, Veggie. I'm not being very specific. I'm being real, <laughs> real Veggie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is boring because I'm taking Darby Allen too. I mean, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that Darby Allen loses this match because why would, what would be the point of having Sammy Guevara? Now, uh, Ortiz and Santana are, do not have a match on this card. So they're yeah. going to come in to somewhere. I now, is it going to be. Why not both matches? I guess it could be both matches. If there's two of them. One can come into one. One can come into the other. Uh, so let's go to MJF and Cody. I'll go first. Um, Please do. I've loved this build. I'm sorry. I, and I said it on Twitter this morning when I was it's, watching it. It's been a spectacular build. I think MJF. This is what happens when you don't have pay-per-views every three weeks. It, it, yeah, yeah, you can build long term. It's right. a, he's a top heel, and they've done a good job week to week, not having it get old. Well, they haven't done it week to week. They've 
done right. something. They take, they a, take week it a week off. Yeah. They come back. They've taken a week off. And you actually know what's going to happen. It's not like you kept took a week off and you're like, hey, what's going on with that? You're like, oh, well, next week he's going to get strapped. And, oh, two weeks after that, he's going to be in a fucking cage. Right. right. We knew that motherfucker was going to be in a cage with this guy who'd never wrestled before for, like, six weeks. Yep. In advance. And that's and then there's something to be said about that. So the build has been great. Um this is officially a blood feud at this point. I, I, I really want to say Cody wins this match. I just can't do it. I can't do it. We're past the rub point of MJF. Top heels need to win big matches. To date, this is MJF's biggest match in AEW. This is his time to go over. I'm taking MJF. Yeah, I already wrote it down like 30 seconds ago. Uh, I'm taking MJF. <laughs> also, for all the reasons that Jason said, <laughs> who you got, Zach? I wish I could come over there like Liv Morgan and fuck you up. <laughs> he wishes you'd come over there like Liv Morgan. <laughs> I don't know what happened down there. They just wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely have MJF, man. Like, they got to continue this thing. Like, even if it's not a direct continuation. They don't necessarily have to go to the next pay-per-view with Cody MJF, but you can definitely pivot and then eventually come back to it. MJF needs his, like... Signature win. Yeah, he's a, he's the top heel. He's got to be the top heel by getting the heat. This is not a Baron Corbin situation. <laughs> All right. Like, shit. Uh, we got Pack. That's why I'm good. Pack versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy's first match at AEW, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even think he's had a dark match. match. It's his first singles match. Yeah, he's been in, like, multis, but he's just done spots. Yeah. I'm taking Pac. I mean, like, Orange Cassidy is, like Jason said earlier about Daniel Bryan, I mean, he's Teflon. Like, he's going to be able to still be over even if he loses a match to Pac, and there's no reason to have him lose a match to Pac. Who are you taking to beer? Definitely. Uh, I mean, Pac is one of the top guys. Like, you just saw him go 30 minutes with Omega, who is, even though he's not positioned in the company, they, they talk about him being one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think this is going to be a time for Orange Cassidy to shine, and ultimately just he's not going to go over, but he's going to look real good, and he's going to get one of the bigger pops of the night whenever he starts busting out some lucha shit. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so, so far, none of us have picked anything different than anybody else. We will go Omega Page versus the Young Bucks. I will this go... This might do it. I will go this first. This might do it. I am going to say... <laughs> I'm going to go Omega Page. I don't know why, but I'm going Omega Page because I think something else. Uh, I, I, I honestly have no idea. I'm changing my pick. I'm going Young Bucks. <laughs> Wait a minute. How's that work? You guys can you guys can do that. Oh, can we? Yeah, before anybody else talks. <laughs> Good thing I didn't just start to jump in this motherfucker. I was talking myself into it. I was talking myself out of it. Yeah, I was about well, to say it's that Rusev thing going to happen. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you think? Wait, do you think that was shady? <laughs> Nobody else said anything. I, don't, I think it's funny. I don't care, dude. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, Zach. Uh, 
we were going to pick something different because I was going to pick the Bucks, but then you went ahead and pick who you were going to pick. <laughs> yeah, I was going to pick the Bucks. So go ahead and pick the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks. Okay, you're taking the Bucks. <laughs> See, you fucked this up. I didn't fuck yes, anything. Yes, you did. All I do is do yes, what I pick. Yes, you did. I don't want to take another you chop. You chase your pick. I don't want to take another chop. I was going to take the Bucks. For the simple fact that I think that this is where the heel turn of oh, Hangman buddy. Page actually begins. Because at this point, you had the Bucks fucking with picking on his ass. You didn't have uh, Kenny Omega defending his partner. I could easily see a scenario where Hangman Page leaves Kenny Omega in the lurch to him getting a pinned by the Bucks. So they become champions, and then you can have a Hangman Page, Kenny Omega feud. You can go back to uh, Pack if you want to with Kenny Omega. Probably not going to happen. But then you, if you really want to spin off on that feud, that's the way to do it. I'm taking the box. Jesus. God damn. This is boring well, as shit. it didn't work. Yeah, okay. you fucked yeah. it up. You're going first, JCB. <laughs> John Moxley. You can fuck it up this time. Right. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. Who you got? For the belts. For the belts. Uh, and another very, very good build. Um, this is a coin flip match as far as I'm concerned because you have options for either guy coming out as champion. Um, I'm going to take Moxley. I, I, don't, I don't have a good reason. It just It's a gut feeling that just says that this is a time to do it. You can easily do a rematch at double or nothing. Um, I just think it's John Moxley. It's just, it just feels like a good time to do it. Lance Archer just came over to uh, AEW. That was announced on Wednesday. So you have an op- another option there that I just thought of. So, yeah, more and more that I'm thinking about is the more and more I'm taking. Man, Lance uh, Archer Bob- is a better Jake Hager for that I'm not good. And you have a natural storyline. I didn't hear that. Yeah, I did. Well, they announced it really quick on uh Towards the end of Dynamite, I guess that was last night. So, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Moxley to, to win his second ever World Heavyweight Championship. Two beer, who you got? I tell you what, I could go either way on this just because. There's only two choices. It is. <laughs> up, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. the main right. reason I could go either way. <laughs> but you either one of them are definitely top guys, and they're both super over, but I feel like. The time to change your spe- a title is definitely, especially your big world heavyweight title, is when it's time to change the title. And as much as Moxley makes sense, I don't think it's time to change the title. I think Jericho's still fucking great. <laughs> That's so. what you give for writing shit down early, you motherfucker. Scratch it out. I got Jericho. <laughs> You're taking Jericho? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with my initial one. I'm going with Moxley. He wrote Mox, and then he scratched it out, and then he wrote Jericho, and then he wrote Mox. Yeah, guys, it has nothing to do with what you guys are picking. It has to do with what I'm picking. Really? Because we were both talking about it. You changed your pick, what, twice? Yeah, I went back to my original, Moxley. I'm taking Moxley. So you you had, initially had Moxley. In the conversation between... I was getting, it sounded like, okay, do you want me to be 100% honest? No, please. It sounded to me like Zach was going to take Moxley. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'll take Y2J just because it is a coin flip, just like both you guys said. It's a coin flip. 
But then when it became apparent that Zach was doing something different, I was like, well, I'm going back to my original pick. I'm going to Moxley. Moxley's who I wanted to pick, okay? You guys believe me? This is a boring-ass pick, man. That's why we need fucking Sam here. That's why we need fucking yeah. Murray here, we man. Do need, uh, we do need some uh, variation. But, I mean, the thing is, is like, this is like, we're all just thinking in terms of logic, and all AW has shown us is logic, so. Uh, yeah, and I was going to say... There's not everybody. Not all these picks are going to go down. There, there is going to be an upset. I, don't know about we just that. Don't I was six and zero with my NBA picks last night. I mean, okay, like I'm pretty good at picking stuff. Yeah, well, I, I, I understand you're on fire. Okay, we are. You know, just we can start passing you the ball at all times. You know, the veggie bomber's open. Go ahead, give him the rock. I'm just saying that the, somebody is going to get upset. It's not going to go this way. I'm. I can guarantee you that one of these picks is going to go south. I just can't tell you which one it is. Cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we got some birthdays this week. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is 67. My boy. Norman Smiley, the original ACH, is uh, 55. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's good. I was just, <laughs> come wow. on. I was thinking about his name being Smiley, and, like, you know, he's an no, African-American. No. Uh, Mike no. Tanay is younger than my parents, which is fucked up. He is 65. 65 and about five times as creepy. Yes, Scotty Riggs. Uh, I don't know if you ever met my dad. Scotty Riggs <laughs> is 49. American males. Big American males. I have Biggie met Langston. your father. He's not creepy. No, he's not creepy at all. Uh, Biggie Langston is 34. Emma. Which one's he again? He's uh, the one with the... He's I the, thought he was the one that was out. He used to be Consequences Creed. Uh, 24-7 champion? Emma is 31. Emmalina. Emma. Mm. Kyle O'Reilly is 33. Deborah. Is sixty? Thank God she survived Stone Cold. Uh, Lance Cade is thirty nine. <laughs> Justin Gabriel is thirty nine. And Hanson from War Machine, War Raiders, Viking Raiders is only thirty six. It's it's hard to believe that kid was a freshman when I was a senior. That is fucked up. That's what being old does to you. That guy is younger than me. Wow. That he, guy looks old as shit. He probably listened to Hanson. That's probably where he got the name. <laughs> he probably oh, dude, don't don't do that, man, like that ever again. Mm, job, dub dab, doom job. Hey, everybody, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to our podcast for F and B Eatery. Check for Vice. Check for Reba the Dog. Check for anybody else. Uh, the cats, Aaron. Um, Nah, they're she, fine. They're fine. Aaron they're already said she doesn't listen. This is a true for story. For Beer, Zach Pullman, Jack. a.k.a. Heater North. That's great. For <laughs> Jason Cornelius Bell, I am Miss Congeniality, and everybody boo <laughs> the heels. Boo!